Welcome, folks, to episode 174 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast, and happy holidays. And with me, always, is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, we've been away for a little while. Yes. Um, yes. But we are back, um, and we got a tons, like, a huge show for these guys to end the year, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, happy holidays, everybody. You know, uh, unfortunately for the loyal buddies at home, you know, holidays got way out of hand for the both of us. You know, yeah, so, December, uh, uh, December was rough. <laughs> yeah. So here we are just catching up on everything we missed. Uh, hopefully, you know, if wondering about what we think about certain trailers or movies, uh, we're just going to jump right in. So um, we're going full full reviews with spoilers and everything to start things off. And uh, so first thing we want to talk about is Wonka. Out of nowhere, yeah. Wonka yeah. hit theaters with like, I I had a good time, man. Like that's the thing. Like if you're you're listening to this, if you happen to catch us before like the Christmas holiday, or if you got time off during the end of the year, honestly, dude, go see Wonka. Like I I think like as it's a holiday, pay for it. I'm gonna say that straight up. What do, what do you think? Yeah, Arturo? yeah. Um, agreed, 100. Um, I went with um. My whole family and uh, a bunch of friends of my, uh, you know, kids and stuff. And they all enjoyed the movie thoroughly. Um, It was a lot of fun. Um, I really, really enjoyed how this wasn't just an outright musical. Like, yes, it was a musical, but it did a great job just mixing up the actual like dialogue, the story with musical numbers and stuff like that. And it was really fun, man. Uh, Timothy Shamalit, man. Like, um, this kid's a superstar, dude. Um, I'm yeah, ready for him I mean, to be in everything. So yeah, I guess I I guess after this, like you and I are I mean, we're gonna have to see this anyway, but you and I have been really anti-Dune this whole time, you know. It's just it so looks, long. And you know what? Looks, and yeah, <laughs> dude. And when I first tried to actually watch it on Max, right? Right. The the digital version they have on there had the audio extremely um extremely low. So the volume was oh. very low, even when you had it in max. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother with this thing. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully we're, we're they kind of fix to. this. Right. But yeah, then like, um, honestly, like I saw. Part two, um, right. Part two looks good. I can't yes, lie. That the most recent trailer um, yes. that was attached to the Aquaman 2 movie um, that just came out this weekend. Um, it looked awesome. I have to say, um, honestly, the thing looks freaking good um and i'm like damn what did i miss like yeah but but then on top of that though text like it feels like i didn't miss much it feels like i can just jump right into two right and just enjoy it but there has to be so much before that that we have to know right yeah because that's the other thing too the dune books there's like 50 of them Right. And oh, the thing with, yeah. Yeah. They're, I they're, thought it was just that one movie, dude, and that no, one book. <laughs> dude, like, it's, it's a whole series. Like, it's oh, a whole, okay. Like, it, it's a, it's a universe kind of thing. And I, 50 is obviously exaggerated number, but there's a long, there's a lot of them. And it's one of those things where it gets wilder as it goes on. Uh, like, uh, one of the famous covers for Dune has like a giant worm with like a human face on it. So, I you know that's the thing where it's like are we getting to that point eventually? I have no idea, but I you know after Wonka after Chalamet, uh, what was that other one we just saw with him? Um, and, uh, uh, 
It was it was the horror one where he was bones, the, right? Oh, yes, uh, bones and all. There yeah, we go. bones and all. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> all the bones. <laughs> all just the need all bones. the bones to here. <laughs> yeah, where we watched that one, and we were both like, "Yo, no wonder this kid is in so many things because he's talented." Yeah, yeah, he, with, he's with Wonka. Talented. Yeah, with Wonka, it's clear that he's like, yeah, like he's got a leading man musical energy to he's him. He's super right? versatile, and, obviously. Yeah, right? as it yeah. showed. And um, uh, uh, not just him, though, Tex. Um, this entire movie had a great cast. Um, yeah, uh, the entire cast um, was full of just these like crazy, you know, imaginative characters that just played their part exactly yeah, how they were supposed very, to. Very, very wacky. You don't go to this movie looking for like any kind of realism. You know, it's it's kind of like they're they are like book characters and cartoon yes. characters and stuff like 1, that. 1000%. And they the but the actors and actresses know what they're doing with them. That's the thing. It's they they know how to pull off that tone. Yeah. And so like it comes across so well and there's the kid who plays Noodle is like super good too. Yeah, I'm excited for her career. I'm curious to see what else she pops in um, because she was super natural. Um, yeah. And this is what we look in um, here. I'm at the morgue. You know, we love to dissect things down to the very, you know, the, the bones, uh, you know, yeah, we like no to pun intended, you know, yeah, and, um, and, you know, we love to see up and coming actors and uh, yeah. the actress who played noodle did a fantastic job. And I can't wait to see exactly what else she is in. Um, Cause I, uh, She's got some talent there, um, and it'd be cool to see her like in a horror movie or something, right? To see yeah. exactly what she's got in her, right? Yeah, like uh, I'm curious to see where she goes. It's one of those things where she could either be like keep doing these kinds of light movies, and you know that'll be fine. That's a fine place to go, right? But then also it's like, yeah, but I want to see like um, like we saw Talk to Me earlier this year with uh with that one standout performance from uh, i forget her the actress's name yes mm -hmm. but like she did that and then went to like a netflix show after that that apparently got a bunch of buzz too so it's like uh, that's the kind of range i want to see from noodle or the noodle actress and the ensemble as a whole was great the music uh great too like the thing arturo was saying about musicals like even if you don't like musicals i i think they're they are spaced out enough to you know to be like okay mm -hmm. there's gonna be a song here but like i don't know i like them i i can't lie either like i'm like yeah i liked all the songs i yeah, don't think there was yeah. a, i don't think there was one that like stuck out as like off or bad to me you know and and even then they're all pretty short too like they're only like a minute or two long before it moves on to like the story there's yes story. And this is why it worked i think as well yeah. you know um uh, because it showed you like it's like every song popped up in um every new kind of um uh location right it's like oh we have a yeah. new location let's give it a little song a new location a little you know a yes, little song. that's exactly you know? it. it was when they're introducing the next part of the story here's a song okay and then there's the story and then yeah. it's like oh, okay like there was it was a good little sandwich right like it was just a nice like well timed and like it felt magical too like i can't like i'm like yo like yeah it did by, listen by like, my kids over here like, like listen i had my son like, <laughs> like drawing pictures of the wonka factory in school and stuff you know awesome. so yeah so, so you know it's good man yeah it definitely hit um um the audience that it was supposed to um which is everyone um yeah. because 
I enjoyed it. My kids enjoyed it. Um, it was just a fun movie. And Hugh Grant as the Oompa Loompa, I thought it was awesome. I thought he did a great oh, job, you know? What's funny <laughs> is apparently he hates this movie. Like, he hated the fact that he did, like, Oompa Loompa. Like, he, but why he did he agree to it? Like, well, uh, One of the quotes that he came out with famously during, during the press tour was that, I have a lot of kids and I feel like they need to be fed. And so part of me is like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, you hear Hugh Grant say this. And at the same time, it's like, it's not like they're not going to cast Hugh Grant. Right. Cause he's, he's kind of yeah, gotten you know that kind of credit. Grant, it's it, funny. Like, listen, it's not our fault. You have all those extramarital affairs and stuff like yeah, that. Right. But like, and, you, know, you know, this was fun. I enjoyed you at in this. So, you know, time too, you know, he says he hates it. You can't tell in the movie. I don't. You can't I, tell I can't, at all. He looks yeah, like he's he, having a great time. You know what I mean? He still he still knows how to do his job. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like absolutely. He, he turns on the actor he, mode. You know, and yeah, obviously, it's like, like he, it's all CGI capture. You know. Yeah, he clocks it at the mill. You know, and he's like, "Oh, I hate this." But when he's there, he's like, he's making sure to like stay he's on. on his you game. know, yeah. And then as soon as he clocks out, he's like, "Oh, I hate that job." Yeah. And then, you know, it's funny that like. Uh, that little funny scene on the boat where the, his little Oompa Loompa chair kept reclining, you know, yeah, and then yeah. it reclined back up and then reclined back down again. I'm like, yeah. see, it's just it's a little thing like that that yeah, made this movie was, such a, a fun thing, you know? Yeah, I think if you want like a I, – I think that's why it's the holiday pay for it. Like it's it's definitely like the end of year. You want something nice to end the year on, you know, family movie. Go see Yeah, Wonka. absolutely. If you want the opposite. So, okay, I know it says the opposite, but I don't want to lead into this. Uh, you know, I want to make sure to like put this on the level. It's not the opposite in terms of being bad. It's just like emotional Wonka, opposite, right? Yes, right. <laughs> like exactly, Arturo. While Wonka is the feel good movie of the holiday, the Iron Claw is the it feels that's the feel bad movie of the holidays. Yeah, that's I mean? like the yeah, that's the legit, like um, you know, deep, you know you know, emotional movie of the holiday, you know, yeah, it, this, is, um, this is the yeah. os- the Oscar contender that they always drop at the end of the year. Right. Like, yeah. This is the one where it's like, okay, this is the big drama and the iron claw it's a 24. And so, you know, we, we've talked about a 24 distributing things in the past, how they, you know, kind of lost step with a few things, but this year, this year alone, what did they do? They did talk to me. Talk to me. They yeah. It was did, huge for them. Um, was Infinity Pool theirs too? Remember Infinity Pool? No, Infinity Neon Pool was Neon, I think. Okay, so yeah. see, I was going to credit them with another, like, that was a solid watch too. So, but Iron Claw is a good one to end their year on. Um, we don't get to talk about wrestling here, unfortunately, uh, you know, because it, it's the nature of our show. But you and I are both big wrestling fans. Huge. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huge. And, seeing that all come to life uh and there's a lot of good attention to detail in terms of wrestling and in that sense too it succeeds right like i think like in terms of like just starting with the wrestling action itself um everyone's fully committed you can tell uh zach efron especially like this is his this is his contender you know what i mean i think this is the one that's going to get him in like the award spotlight i don't know what are you thinking yeah, listen, like you're absolutely right on all your on all your notes there. Um, in terms of, um, let's get the wrestling stuff out of the way, right? We can talk about right, the movie yeah. stuff, right? So, in yeah, terms yeah. of the actual like <laughs> wrestling stuff, um, and the characters involved and all that, like it was great. Like 
Ric Flair aside, I had, I had some issues with R- yeah, Ric Flair a little the Ric bit. Ric Flair was Ric Flair was a little whack, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. Like you know what? He shined at the end when he was just all bloody, like in the locker. I'm like, that's Ric Flair. You know what I mean? Yeah, when he was, like, when he was bloodied up, when he was bloodied yes. up, and he was like, let's go to the bar. You know, he was being yeah. He was like, oh, we can do this like, again, kid. You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Ric Flair. <laughs> but like before that, I was like, that was probably the only thing that was really that felt really off there. Um, even as a movie goer, you'd be like, wait a minute, that that's not that doesn't look good. Yeah, um, they they had him cut a full promo, right? Oh, like, dude, at, yeah, too yeah. long too. I was like, yeah. oh, I wish they would have gotten the rights to like the real one, you know, um, oh, and they showed the promo. Dude, yeah. it, it would have been so high yeah, if they would have done that, man. That's the issue is like, as a wrestling fan, you know, the real deal, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. we, we know the Rick, real Ric Flair so much that when you see a pantomime version of it, it's just like, Oh, that's, that's not great. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Though, but like in ring, in ring, he was really good. Like in ring, yeah. he looked like Ric Flair. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I'm yes. like he the the body shape and everything, the way he wore his trunks and his uh the boots and the knee pads, like Ric Flair, like the move sets and all that stuff. Like the way he moved, he looked like Ric Flair in the ring. It was just you know that huge promo they gave him was not very Ric Flair at all. It was yeah, very it was, like it was, it was like some college kid trying to you know play Ric Flair like you know for Halloween. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was whack. And then but like uh, the Harley Ray the guy they got that for you know he was great you know in yes. terms of like looking like I was harley like, race I'm like, you, you know look I mean? a lot like harley race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like body types is perfect uh zach efron like kind of like he bulked up for this and like insanely too like uh there are so many shots that make sure you know that he put the work in right like of like just looking at like his muscular form and stuff yeah and, like there was this one shot where he was just kind of waking up and getting out of bed and you can see him just crunching his abdomen and they showed yeah. that and i'm like i get it you gotta show this you know you gotta show the hard work you know right and that's the thing too and so getting into the actual story like that's all just set dressing for like the story which is the von Air story um for those who don't know it's like super tragic and even more so than what we get in the movie. Like, um, like in the real life version, they have like a fifth brother who, you know, who also unfortunately takes his own life. And so they kind of condense that here to like, you know, cause I, that's one of those things, the Von Eric story, it's so messed up yeah. that like it kind of borders on that's not real. You know what I mean? And yeah. in a movie like this, where it's like, it's telling the story. So like, so seriously, you can't really have those doubts of like, Oh, this can't be real. You know? And I think that's probably what they were avoiding. Cause if they would have added the fifth brother who also took his own life and also went through all that stuff too, it would have been one too many. Agreed. 1000%. Yeah. Yeah. It would have pushed it over. And unfortunately it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's the real life thing, but it's also like narratively kept it tighter. And the problem with this movie is that it maybe needed to be just a little bit tighter. That's the thing. It's yeah. Um, it's but the again, biopic problem, right? Yeah. Like we of, spoke about this off air um, where yeah. it is a biopic thing. Um, there is a big lull in the middle of this, but it's just a lot of character building. You know, there's a, it's a big family. A lot of people are involved here and there's a lot of players, a lot of moving pieces here yes. that need to be yes. addressed. Um, you know, because they're, you know, they're quintessential to the story and how it progresses. Like the wife, uh, you know, Kevin's wife, you know, like the father, the mother, you know, um, yeah, all the brothers. It's a whole family. You know yeah. what I mean? Like 
it, it's a whole family. So it follows all of them. You know, we get like individual moments with the mother, you know, especially after the brothers, you know, are just like going off, you know, one by one, unfortunately. Yeah. We get the moments with Fritz, the father. We get um, individual moments with the brothers alone, which is awesome. We get yeah. um, uh, moments with them just by themselves, you know, like it's, it's very, it, it, it's a very deep, um, you know, uh, deep deep kind of just hearty story you know so i yeah, understand it covers a lot of ground yeah, yeah. it does yeah it, it covers a lot of ground so i understand that lull there but that's a biopic thing i can't yes. really say i wish it would have been a little tighter because everything did contribute to the ending you yeah, know there yeah and how i felt at the end there um so like you know what it is too like as wrestling fans We've heard the story before. We've seen a bunch yeah. of stuff before. So we kind of like wish it was a probably, probably as a wrestling fan, we probably wanted more wrestling. You know what I mean? But it wasn't, it's not all about wrestling. You know, yes, this is a wrestling family, but it's the tragic backstory and the so-called curse that followed the Von Erich family around um, that was really the focal point here. Right. Um, and yeah, you had, it, it's, it's not about the matches themselves. Yes. Like, it's not about the matches. It's about exactly. why they're in them, the pressure they're going through from their father, the kind of mm-hmm. family dynamics they're in, where it's like they're all they're competing, but they also really just love each other and they don't yes. really feel they don't feel that sense of competition. But unless it's you know the father directing them to have that competition, you know, so yes. it's like it, it's very like it's all about the whys and not the hows and mm-hmm. not the you know. And that's the thing is, as a wrestling fan, is it's you want the how you want that you want that you want to see a wrestling match in a movie, you know. Yeah. But but it's it's so that's the thing. But even with all that said, it's so good, like at yes. everything at telling the story. And it's as a non wrestling fan, I really couldn't find any fault with it. I don't I don't really think you know ensemble. Yeah, everyone played their part. The uh, I forget the dude's name. He plays Fritz, the father, but um, the he's a great anchor for all of this. Dude, in terms he's of- great. Like, like again, uh, a text and I were talking off air about him, and I remember him from Fight Club. Um, yes. uh, way back in Fight Club, he was one of the minions. You know, um, he's the guy who wanted to build the house before uh, you know he died. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was in that show Mind Hunters as well on netflix yes, um yes. which unfortunately got canceled R. R. Great show. yes yeah yes. but he was a great anchor um also having zach efron um be um even though he wasn't like the you know the world champion like harry or anything like that having um am efron there um because he's still alive you know kevin you know von eric is still alive he's the only yes. like living von eric i believe right now um yes. besides his, his kids um so having Efron there as the focal point and going always back to him and his viewpoint on how his brother yeah. succeeded the failures of the family because he was remember he was also the one who sold the family business to WCW right yeah uh, yeah I, I, I'm sorry to, uh, uh, to Jeff Jarrett I'm, I'm yes. sorry to Jerry Jarrett Jerry um, Jarrett yes yeah. double J came in much later as yeah yeah yeah. Guys would know. yeah to Jerry Jarrett um <laughs> and uh and that uh is the beginning of WCW and all that stuff um yeah. so uh yeah honestly man like as a wrestling fan I thought this was super well done um yeah. super emotional core because of just how sad um everything just was and it just compounded and compounded yeah. and stuff 
it's it was great to do because Zach Efron has that tenderness too, you know. He has those eyes, you know. He has those eyes that like understand pain. <laughs> yeah, it's so wild because like that's the that's the as a wrestling fan too. I think we like that's the one thing we love about the 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 art form itself, yep. right? Where it's yeah. like even though these people are like you know they're built like action figures in real life you they tell these stories in ring you feel yeah they're very emotions, emotional right? they're very sentimental they're you know they're you know they have to have a soft side inside of them yeah. in order to be and able to tell these stories zach efron absolutely understood this like he you can tell he understood that he like had that final scene i don't want to spoil it but there's like that line in that final scene where, you know, he, he kind of breaks down and like, he says his thing to his sons and it's just like, man, like it's one of those, that's one of those yeah. lines too. That's just like, ah, oh, that's going to stick with me for a while. Cause it's just, you see, you see, but again, um, I have goosebumps by the way, just to, just to be candid <laughs> just about thinking, that. Cause yeah, just, just thinking about, about line, that right? scene and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. yeah, man, that line dude. Right. Um, yeah. and that's why this movie is successful. Cause it's not, about you know the in-ring wrestling you know what i mean yes yes um it's about the people behind it who brought this entertainment to um all those uh, territories um years and years ago um and just like um a darren aronofsky's wrestler right with uh yes. with um what's his face yeah with the ram um uh who's the actor again i totally mickey, fucking mickey, just blanked was it yeah, mickey Rourke, right yeah mickey Rourke. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like he's um, Randy the Ram. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Randy yeah. the Ram. Like it's um <laughs> these like that wrestlers. When you tell a wrestling story, there is a lot of baggage, um, yeah. usually behind all these wrestlers and how they live their lives, how they're coping with the pain. Um, because yeah. these guys are always in pain. Like you saw. I mean, not. I mean, the Iron Claw. How. You know, they got into, you know, some, you know, painkillers and drugs and stuff like that, you know, and steroids and all that stuff. You know, it's part of that life. So there's a lot of dark stuff that comes with wrestling, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so speaking of, uh, before we jump off this topic, uh, check out Wrestlers on Netflix. It's, it's yes. like a seven episode docuseries about OVW. OVW. Which is like a very small uh, promotion. But even that's the thing, too. It's it's kind of what the Iron Claw does well, too, where it's yes. like even if you don't like wrestling or understand it or understand mm -hmm. that, like, you know, there are people out there who are like, oh, you like wrestling, it's fake. And you're like, First of all, it's not because these people are really like these are people living their real lives and it's they're they're performing. It's you wouldn't call like a movie fake. You wouldn't call like a play fake. Right. And it's exactly. like, no, it, these people are putting their lives on the line. And so like in wrestlers does that well, too, where it's like they make sure that, yeah, the in-ring stuff isn't as important because it's not. It, that's their job. Right. Yeah, it's that's like, their no, job. This is this is their job and it's more about everything going on around it. And mm -hmm. so the iron claw puts that in a movie form and in such a way where like, by the end of it, I was kind of a mess. I, I don't think I'll ever see it again. That's the thing. Like I, I like <laughs> it. Right. But it's that kind of movie where it's, it's a feel bad movie where it's like, yo, it's a great story, but man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the ending, uh, the ending really hits, especially if you have siblings and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's uh, again, a, a really good, well-written, um, well-executed 
wrestling movie, right? Um, or yeah. a movie about wrestling um, and the wrestling universe, um, especially with uh, this family in particular, who is um, infamous um, in the world of of, uh, yeah. of of professional wrestling. Yeah, so, in fact, in fact, if you have seen Iron Claw, go go look up the Von Erich stuff. Like go yep. go look into the real stuff because this movie it's one of those things where it's a movie it's a, it's a dramatized version of it it's you know there are details that are different there are details that are much worse there are details that are like left out and etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. but it's one of those stories that's like yo it it's good to be told and so um, jumping off of this uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I, in terms of stories needing to be told and are told and done being told, right? Uh, so Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom is officially out. We've both seen it. And that also means that the DC Extended Universe has come to an end 10 years, or it's like 10 or so years after Man of Steel started off years ago. So a lot of problems with your people. <laughs> <laughs> So um, just uh, jumping off with Aquaman, I will say it's a wait for it at this point. Wait, wait for it to hit max. You know, watch it, watch it when it hits max as like. It was better than Flash. It was better than Flash. Yeah. And it was, it was better than Shazam 2, which you and I both also saw. So in terms of DC movies, this was probably their best one. No wonder they, you know, they were like, let's leave it for last. At least that way these people can go out with a, you know, with a half bag or something. Yeah, it's like they were like, no, we we have to release it. And I get it, right? Like watching the movie, it's like, okay, I get why you had to do it because you had a good enough movie there. Right, like you have, uh, you you had a good enough movie. It's, uh, uh, but so I don't. Okay, where do we even start, Arturo? Like, um, oh, yeah. Oh, so it, it starts with this. It starts with the fact that this, <laughs> um, unfortunately, as we just mentioned, is the last. The last um, remnant of Zack Snyder's uh, um, superhero universe in yes. Warner Brothers, you know, Discovery archives. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, we can start there. Um, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, we're getting James Gunn's DCEU or yeah. DCU in 2025 with Superman Legacy. Mm-hmm. They're hard. Part of me is still like this ain't a thing until it's a thing, uh, but yeah. they're still moving forward. We've gotten casting announcements. We've gotten all sorts of stuff for that movie. Yeah, we, yeah they have the Lex Luthor. They have the Superman. I'm not sure if uh, they cast Lois yet. Um, oh yeah, they, they, uh, they, they did. Cast Lois, right? They did yeah. cast Lois. Uh, yeah. I never heard of them. You know, it's one of those things where it's like it's a lot of people I've never heard of, but that's probably for the best. It's like you want to start off fresh it's nice and fresh. fresh but that yeah. being said like too like there's been like um uh, rumblings of of them you know recasting the the snyder actors in different roles too See? on, on okay. top of that yeah so okay i i want your opinion on this uh yeah. you know now after seeing aquaman right and seeing jason momoa's aquaman especially in this movie too where he's more of like he leads more into the bro aspect of it He's oh, yeah. like he's a party bro who like yeah. party bro hero style. Seriously. And so there was a rumor that you know he was being considered for a Lobo, which is sort of also 
super strong party dude kind of yeah. quite literally like that same character yeah. type yeah riding a motorcycle pretty much on the, yeah. the entire time it's momoa it's, you know yeah it's literally momoa and so like i understand that but part of me's like after we've seen his aquaman right it's like no, yo, i would I want if- no like i would okay so you want it you you would want him as as lobo as like no a- no Okay. <laughs> um, I I need to see him in like a Marvel something then. You know what I mean? He has yeah. to get away from DC, away from all this stuff. Seeing him as Lobo, yeah, it'd be cool because, you know, he, he would make a good Lobo. But then again, it's like, it's not fair, you know? Like, they had their shot. You know, the studio fucked up all their shit. It's not it, it's not the young actors' fault out there who who can, you know, be a good Lobo and we don't even know it, you know? I've That's seen true. Momoa. I've seen what he's all about, you know, ever since he, he tried to play Conan. You know what I mean? Um, right. It's, it's – I would rather them move on completely from all those faces. Yeah. What, yeah. yeah. What sucks too though is that Momoa finally found a groove. You know, like he found this like kind of – that party vibe. I feel like that's a good groove for him. I maybe that's just more like him being himself. Cause you know, you see that in Aquaman. We saw that in uh fast X earlier yeah. this year too, where he was the Dante yeah. and like, yo, he was great in that as like the same kind of character, you know, just as like a, a dude. Yeah. And yeah. so maybe, I don't know, like that's the problem with like his Lobo and, He'd be a great wrestler, though, by the way. Speaking of wrestling, right? Just that kind of character, right? (laughs) Just that, the whole Jason Momoa character can be a wrestler, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Like, and and in Aquaman, he's he's solid. Like, I think that's the thing is, like, he he knows his character by now. We all know the character. And, like, the the problem with it is that, uh, you know, it's, it's fine. Like, it's a fine sequel. It's just this, it's releasing under the worst circumstances. Right, where it's like this is yeah, this this um, isn't a, a a final DCEU movie. Like it's not supposed to be, but it is. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And on top of that, too, this movie itself, uh, the movie itself, feels like a sequel, like a um, like yeah. you know, part two of a of a trilogy. You know. Yes. Um, yeah. But let's break down this movie text, um, since uh, you know, it is the last of its kind here in uh in uh the Snyderverse, yeah. right? In terms of that so, stuff. So picking up straight after, uh, or it's a few years after Aquaman, you know, he, he now has this son. He got married to Mera, uh, who Amber Heard, who is in the movie a lot more than yeah. emotions would lead you to believe. Right? A lot like, more I guess, than expected, but very little dialogue. <laughs> yeah, that's she's yeah. in there for action scenes. But, you know, in, in terms of playing a role in the story, yeah, that's true. That's very true. It's, it yeah. is diminished, but... More than you would think. Yes, um, exactly. You know, but uh, ever since then, uh, we get uh, uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen's Black Manta comes back. And the thing with Black Manta is, you know, as a villain, he's fine. But I like the suit. So yeah, the one thing that, that we've always... Dope. Yeah, yeah. the one thing that I've, we've always kind of talked about DC over MCU stuff is that the DCU stuff wasn't afraid to be goofy. You know, yeah, like it agreed. wasn't afraid to like, there's no, there's no people making fun of like a villain's name or whatever. Like Black Mantis straight up says Aquaman, like, like a number of times, right? Like oh, yeah. they're straight up calling him Aquaman. They're, because it's Aquaman. Yeah. You know, they're not Arthur, going, oh, it's, you know? yeah. They're like, oh, it's Arthur or whatever. And, you know, <laughs> and, and they have these big goofy fights. That's like, yo, like we've said, it's, 
something about DC action is when it's on point, it's it's great. And yeah, when there's it's a good, lot of that good, in here. You know, yeah, there's a lot of that in here where like a lot of the fight scenes I liked. Like there, it's because it's very like you know very oceanography, very anime esque, where it's like yo people are getting knocked away like like three miles in the other direction. Yeah, they're hit, yeah, it, you know? it's a very DC. <laughs> it's very Zack Snyder DC EU. Yeah. Right? like yeah. again. That whole vibe, you know, of Man of Steel has dripped into the entire, you know, scope of all those movies, you know, from Man of Steel to to Dawn of Justice to Wonder Woman to 1984, which even had the same kind of fighting styles and stuff in there um, to like all this other stuff um, to Flash and all that other stuff. But like, so again, this is why this is such an epic kind of um momentous occasion here because this is the last of it we're not gonna see this kind of yeah of is, um yeah yeah of superhero like figures again um based off of what james gunn has done um i don't expect to see anything like we saw before with the snyder stuff in terms of um scope of action um yeah the way the action yeah. is focused on a lot because gun is very an ensemble guy yeah he he did a good job of suicide squad but that was um that that was with a huge monster you know in starro yeah that yeah. was kind of you, you can be like oh okay you can work with that stuff but when it came to the actual like one-on-one kind of fights you never saw james gun really do anything like that you know um like everything was just very um it was a lot of gunplay, a lot of melee fights for him, you know, yeah. like never really anything like uh, any hand to hand kind of combat. So I'm very curious to see how he handles action um, in his universe, because we know how this was handled. Uh, um, uh, as you mentioned, um, as we said in the past uh, episodes before, you know, throughout the years that when DC action is on, it's on. Right. Because yeah. like it's so like, you know, it's heavy, it's impactful. It's kind of yeah, epic, like you know? Aquaman, Aquaman and his brother Ocean Master like throwing around things that weigh like a hundred tons, you know, just oh yeah, swinging it. anchors and stuff and yeah. cranes. It was a great. I'm like, that's right, these guys are super yeah. strong. Yeah, because it's full, like the one thing I will say about the DCU is like we've been talking about, like it's not afraid to be a comic book, you know, and you know, we can criticize Man of Steel all we want, but like in retrospect, like it kind of like set off this whole thing of like, oh, these movies can just do stuff, right? Like it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they can be goofy. Like we saw with Shazam, you can have that little goof factor and a little fun, but you can have like these big fights. You can have things yeah. where things are taken seriously, right? And the one thing that Marvel doesn't have is like Marvel's always undercutting stuff. Like it's always like it's always like if there's a villain, you know, you can't have a villain named uh, Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man without people laughing at the name, right? Like, oh, his his real name's Otto Octavius. Ha, that's a great ha, ha. point. That's a and very good like, point. No. And, and that's yeah. and, and that and and, and and to your point, Tex, that is diminishing their own character yeah, by doing exactly. that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's like, not cool. That's a great point. Like Look, this is you know when you when you come down to it, this is an Aquaman movie. Aquaman, the 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 
goofiest of the DC characters. It's the super friend that people always made fun of, right? Like, and now like, Aqualad is there too, right? Yeah, and it's like, oh, what's his what's his power? Oh, he talks to fish. Ha 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 ha. But no, like you look at this movie and it's like, oh, he's saving the world from getting like the oceans burning. He's like legit. He's, he's saving the world from talking. like even more global warming. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's a movie where you can put Jason Momoa in a giant muscle suit yeah. and not kind of laugh at it because it's just like, yeah, that's just part of the vibe you know what i mean and like yeah it just that's the stuff i'm gonna miss with the end of this is like i you know when you see james gunn you know yeah he likes his characters and superman's already an ensemble if you look at the cast you're like yo there are already a ton of characters in this thing you know and he's using it to launch his own universe and it's one of those things where like i honestly yeah and uh I'm going to miss goofiness. I'm going to miss this cartoon stuff of like being a little silly, having jokes, you know, Patrick Wilson clearly having the time of his life. I think that's the most tragic part of this Arturo is that we will never get another movie with him, like getting to be like a hero character type, you know, I know eating burgers (laughs) and cockroaches and everything. You, you know, know that's <laughs> that is a funny it's a funny metaphor for this dcu to go out on right where it's like you know you have this burger and you know it's it's good but there's always a little something weird with it right you're like yeah you, you, you have that cockroach <laughs> in there where yeah. it's like you have that you know, there's always something weird about every one of these movies we've seen you know you could like everything you see but then there's always something weird that's like no that shouldn't be there that kind of ruins the whole thing right yeah it's like, oh point. that's <laughs> a great point and then yeah that being like yeah. the um you know the mid-credit sequence you know, of this final DCEU movie. Yes. This is the final shot, you know? Though? Yeah. This is the final sequence of the entire Zack Snyder, you know, superhero universe in DC. Yeah. Hilarious. It's going out with a guy eating a roach burger, you know? And it's yeah. like, it, it makes, it kind of puts a fun bow on it because you're like, for as much as we liked about these movies, there's always something weighing them down. And it's been so weird to go on 10 years of this, right? Where it's like, you, you we've seen the MCU and kind of we've seen the MCU succeed and then you know you know where it is now where it's like falling apart and failing and all this stuff but you, you have the opposite with the DC stuff where it's like oh yeah. we just we wanted it to work that's the thing is every time we watch one of these movies I never like wanted them to fail come like I, I want to have a good time yeah like RIP Henry Cavill biggest biggest flub uh Ben Affleck never getting his Batman movie yo like, like legit like those is, those I, huge those are those big mistakes where we're like man and then the the Snyder cut thing where it's like you have to mention that because it's like imagine if we got Zack Snyder's vision first before we got the the Justice League we got right where it's like yeah. his tragedy and all that stuff that held it back and all that you know Imagine if we got his, what kind of universe we'd be in right now, right? Where it's like where we got a, a cyborg and Flash movie that they wanted I to do. I know. A Nightwing movie that been, they wanted man. to do. Like, uh, just like imagine if we got Batgirl or if we got like the stuff that we were supposed to get. And so ending with Aquaman, it's, it's tough because it's not the, like, it's not the final movie. Like, it's, it's one of those things, right? Where it's like, this isn't. It isn't the end. It just is. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be rebooted in a couple of years in 2025 when Legacy comes out. Yeah, um, and again, um, this James Gunn has 
a lot on his shoulders, man. This is a lot um, of pressure, this, man. This career. Yeah. This is yeah. a career right here. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you had your successes in Marvel because of Guardians of the Galaxy and you know, all that stuff. But now you have full and absolute control yeah. of a and what does that mean, right? Comic book cinematic universe. You know, yeah. um, it's no more working within the confines of what Marvel gives you. You know, yeah. it's working within the confines you make now, you know. Um, and that's a little scary for me because I have not seen a movie from James Gunn that I think has been like excellent or anything that that anything that is not working with a single you know, character, you know? You know what's so funny is weirdly universe like one of a weird universe thing is that both Zack Snyder and James Gunn's best movie is the one where they worked on it together. Dawn of the Dead. That Dawn of the Dead remake is still like the that's right because James movie. Gunn wrote the script at that right. Like he James the script, Gunn wrote right? it. Zack Snyder directed, and so the one where they work together was How the one that, that like isn't that super weird, right? Isn't that like, weird, right? Yeah, it's, it's like so hey, like weird. you you couldn't do it on your own. You had a super partner, and same for Snyder, you had a super partner here. Yeah. So, why don't you guys get back together again and uh and maybe get this thing going, you know? I guess, um, I guess but we'll that's see a great point. Yeah, it's just that's a great I, point. But then again, like I said, um Gunn hasn't really sold me on anything because everything he's done has always been ensemble, except for like maybe super, you know, with yeah. uh, uh Rain Johnson, right? And um or yeah, uh, Rain Wilson and uh yeah, Rain Wilson. That's I was forgetting yes. his name. Yes. Yeah, with, with Rain Wilson and uh what's his name? Uh Oh, uh, Elliot Page. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and even then, yeah, so, it was, they were, even they were then, so attached still, together. Yes, yeah, it was exactly. That's still an yeah. ensemble piece because, you know, it was like a bunch of superhero stuff. Um, I haven't seen a James Gunn movie that I've really loved yet, you know, and that's my concern here because he's – he, the casting right now, before we leave this space here, the casting right now of the current Superman movie – I'm not concerned about that um, yeah, because, you know, I have faith in actors doing their job, you know, yeah. and doing their job to their ability. Uh, they cast yeah, Nicholas Holt as Luther. Um, they, 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 their Superman, Clark Kent, is the guy from um, from Pearl. I forget what his name is, but handsome dude, nice, like a chiseled yeah, he's, face. He's bulking he's, up too. Yeah, he's got the face for it, and all he yeah. needs now is the Henry Cavill body. Whereas, yeah, like, yeah, where Henry Cavill was first cast, and we we're like, oh, who is this guy? But I'm like, the guy from Immortals. He's too thin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then when he came out in the, you know, he came out like, in the oh, Superman muscle. Yeah, yeah. And so, so he's bulking up and everything. So again, and uh, the person playing Lois, I think uh, she's from uh, Fabulous Mrs. Maisel, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So I have. She's awesome. She's great. So. Again, I'm not concerned about the cast. No, concerned about the story here. Um, and yeah. you mentioned before um, how um, he's starting with just this crazy scope of characters, right? It's never just, hey, let's just start with Clark, right? No, yeah, it's Clark Kent. At least, at least Zack Snyder did Man of Steel first, right? And it was it was yes, just exactly. Man of Steel. It was exactly. just Superman. Yes. Uh, but but James Gunn is like, no, before that, it's like, it's even like creature commandos and like an animated. Universe oh God. Big eye roll like, there yeah. from me, man. Yeah. But like, again, like, um, he's starting with this huge cast of characters. 
unproven. People don't know who the hell the authority is. I know who they are because I'm a comic book nerd. I know all this right. shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that is blowing my mind. And Superman is already mid-career or something as well. And so it's not an origin sort here. Which I – if you're going to start something fresh, man, I would want to see you know- the origin. I think that's a, oh my god, that's a great point, right? Because yeah, he, yeah you could it's the Spider-Man problem, right? Where it's like yeah. people 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 argue, oh, we've seen Spider-Man's origin so many times. But the thing is, if it's a new interpretation of that character, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we kind of need to see their interpretation of the origin, right? No way it's home. Like, a yeah. perfect example how yeah. how he lost Aunt May instead of you know the aunt, you know the Uncle Ben. Yeah, and you know? how yeah, because it eventually went back around to being an origin anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like exactly. by the end of the third movie. So oh that's that's such a good point, Arturo. What I think go? that um it's kind of cheating, you know. Um yeah. like I don't want to see little flashbacks of how Clark got to the planet, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I want to see how you tackle Ma and Pa Kent. You know what I mean? I, I want to see how you tackle him going through high school. You know what I mean? Learning his powers, yeah. going through puberty and shit. You know, that's when you really find out where the real direction of the universe is going, especially if you're basing it off Superman, which is, again, you know, perfectly you, you can do that for sure. Yeah. You know? uh, before we jump off this, too, a uh, little shout out to My Adventures with Superman. It's a little cartoon on Adult Swim. It's a Superman who is like just starting at the Daily Planet. It's nice. fun, like it's, yeah, it's a fun little anime inspired show that like it's it's really dope actually. Like it's got new interpretation of all the exactly what we're talking about. It's like different stuff for all these yes. characters because it's like yeah, he's a Superman who exists and but he's also just becoming Superman, so he's like figuring his own stuff out. So it's like give us year one, right? Yeah, that's what we want to see. It's we want to see this stuff because if you do a Superman who's already doing it. Like it, you, you're ask you are asking for a lot from us, right? Where it's like, yo, like we don't know you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, like you're just c- coming into the party already, like you know, you know, you know, wanting attention, but it's like, who are you? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then again, we're jumping into this universe that apparently this guy's been around for a while now. You know, yeah. he's doing yeah. his thing, and the story I think they're gonna try and tell is that he gets the help from the authority. And maybe that who, doesn't go as planned yeah, or something who like knows? that. That's the who thing, knows? right? It's but like, yeah, that's uh, my main but, concern. Text. I wanted but, to see how he handled the origin. Yeah, you know? so I guess we'll find yeah. out in in twenty twenty five, and that's yeah. it for Aquaman. And yeah, yeah. All right, folks. And, uh, <laughs> and next up, uh, our year and wrap up, which is our feature presentation. Welcome back, folks. And uh, now, um, as uh, we close this year out, we have uh, a crap load of trailers that came out yeah. while we were on a little break there. Um, and we, we're going to just, you know, fire away a bunch of different topics here to end the year out that uh, yeah, just... will be kind of at the forefront of 2024, you know, yeah. as, as we get into the um, the new movies in 2024 and and, and everything. So, um, Tex, what are we going to start yeah. off with here? Yeah, just uh, we got trailers and reviews. This is just you and I. A bunch of stuff. About, yeah, just a bunch of news. So I guess 
let's talk, let's talk about since we're talking about casting and stuff let's kind of get this stuff out of the way right uh so like the biggest news that we've done since is since we last recorded uh was that the Jonathan Major stuff was officially confirmed was you know mm-hmm. he without going into the nitty-gritty details of it he was charged like he guilty. was yeah he was found guilty uh, i forget he was found not guilty on some accounts, and I, for, I, I forget the details. He was found guilty of harassment and assault. Yes. So the either way, regardless, he was found guilty. And so mm-hmm. Marvel immediately was like, we are outing him as Kang. We are like, just that's it. That's, yeah, day of. All. It's like right. they had the yeah. they had the post already waiting for when in the, yeah. you know, the day actually came. Because yeah, it, it, it went out immediately. Yeah, because they they did like uh, without you know I mean of course they did they had yeah. to have right like they, yeah, of course. they had to have been ready because this thing's been going on for a long time and you and I uh, in in the show we've been kind of alluding to it but we haven't really spoken about it because you like we didn't want to comment on speculation we didn't want to yeah. comment on developing yeah, speculations a, a, or allegations a, or anything like that like until everything's official now it's official so this guy's yeah. a dirtbag right yeah. um, i mean I, I, yeah like we didn't want to talk about it because it's such a sensitive subject and it's one of those things where you know now that he's found guilty and you know they're moving on uh that's the thing we don't know what marvel's doing with you know at, the one thing the dcu has over marvel right now is that there is at least a direction and yeah. so with marvel it's like are they going to keep doing Kang? Are they going to recast the guy? I did are read they- though, Tex. Um, uh, somewhere I saw a, a um a rumbling that they're dropping Kang Dynasty and it's just Avengers yeah. Five. Yeah, yeah, which is probably what they're going to do until yeah. they figure out. Like that's the thing. And there were also rumors that they were just going to try and do Doctor Doom instead. Like, kind of move that forward. And it's like, oh, of course, part of me is like, yeah, because you know, because Kang. Kang isn't like a big name. That's the other thing, no. right? They were tr- he was a Thanos, where they were trying to make him a big name that people cared about. Mm-hmm. But since you don't have that, and you have the rights to names people know, right? Yes. Where it's like you have the rights to your Magnetos again. You have your rights to Mister Sinisters. You have your rights Ooh. to Doctor Doom, Galactus. It's time to just use one of the big names and just kind of like it's a break glass in case of emergency kind of thing right or it's like no yeah. let's, let's just use a marquee name you know what whatever though? we'll figure it out from there <laughs> i think this was a good thing for marvel or is a good thing yes. for marvel i should say um the kang dynasty um it seemed very promising very promising you know great cool like a bunch of stories and kang to that time blah 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 it was getting a little bit much. Yeah. Um, the whole time in, thing. In, dude, uh, in practice, right? Like in practice, uh, yes. Loki season one was fine. And I started watching Loki season two as like a, you know, catching up on all my stuff. And yeah. he, he has a performance in there that's so off the wall. And so like, just so corny. That's like, Oh yeah. You're dodging. Like, in retrospect, it's like no, you're you're dodging a big bullet. They could really just kind of wipe the slate clean, and just it's time to move on. Because if you really think about it, the only time we've really seen Kang in a Marvel movie was Quantumania, yeah. and that movie bombed. 
and it and was he, such a bomb that like and he was killed in that one too at the end. Yeah, you can you can just say he was killed, and no one yeah. would be you know no one would really care. I don't think general audiences would care, especially if you broke glass and were like. Doctor Doom's coming, and uh, uh, if you put out like if you change Kang Dynasty to like Doom Dynasty or something, right? That's it, right? <laughs> like Listen, Avengers um, Five, Doom Protocol, or something. And you're for like, that okay. to be done, for <laughs> that to be done, they're gonna have to start the ball rolling on the Fantastic Four, right? Yeah. Now we know that. we spoke last time we spoke on this cast. Actually, I think we, we spoke about the Fantastic Four casting news of um. Of, yeah, it's uh, like it's all reported. Like that's the thing; it still isn't confirmed yet. That's yeah. the thing. You know, the, there were rumors that Pedro Pascal was being wanted for uh, Reed Richards. Uh, Vanessa, you Kirby, do it. Who, you fucking do it. If you're you Marvel, it, right? you do it. Especially <laughs> with that name attached to it, Pedro Pascal. It'll kind of just put a white me baby face blanket over this yeah. whole kind of thing honestly give Dude, him, you need give him people like money that. he wants yeah give, yes you, you know what you're right Arthur. like that is now is the time to announce the other cast right Where it's yes like, dude you can avoid kang and be like okay but we have all these big names in here we like the fantastic yeah. four yeah if, and, uh, and rumors of murphy playing dr doom like yeah Killian, uh, it's Killian, right? Is it Killian? Killian? Yeah, I think it's Killian because he's, he's. I say Cillian, but it's, it's probably Killian. I don't, know it, I don't know what it is either, but yeah, look it, it up. imagine if he goes from Oppenheimer to Doom, right? Like, Dude. Yeah. And like, and he has the fucking eyes for it. He has the eyes because Doom, that's, you need that's the what eyes for Doom. About. That's what we've you talked know? about in the past, too. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the show, but if no, that was off air. Yeah, that was if off you want to be yeah. doomed, you need the eyes. And you need another the person, eyes, they, dude. Another person reportedly they were considering was Mads Mikkelsen, who also Ooh. would be like, yeah, because even though he was in like, I think he was in the first Doctor Strange or something. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? It just yeah. you put him behind the mask and you get the eyes, right? Like that's just the thing. We I just love me some Mads Mikkelsen, doom. man. That guy, he knows he knows how to play a good fucking villain. That guy. So yeah, and so that's what we were talking like. So with MCU stuff, Jonathan Major's gone. Honestly, it sucks because Creed 3 was one of my favorites of the year. And now it's going to have this big stain on it, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, man, I can't. And that ending to Creed 3, man, that was a good ending yes. between uh, him and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, because it sucks because for his, he put in a good performance. And in retrospect, it's one of those things where it's like, I, it's an asterisk now that I can't fully we can't fully support it, you know, because it's just like, that sucks. Yeah. But, but you know, here we go. Heading into 20, we'll, we'll do our goldies for the year and can't include Creed 3 unless it's just Jordan's directing or something. But, so suffice to say, that's not, yeah. like, it's not that big of a loss in the grand scheme of things. Marvel will be just fine. They'll, they'll, you know, like you said, they'll announce Pedro Pascal and then everyone will forget about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But also, it's also a good way for them to kind of, you know, Reset, let's see right? what like, uh, these young Avengers are all about, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, the uh, Marvels, the, they just introduced uh, Kamala Khan meeting Kate Bishop. I'm like, hey, let's, let's flirt with that idea. Let's see what's up with yeah. that. You know, do do other ideas, right? Yes, that's the thing. It's like start pumping out other ideas that don't even come close to like the spatial oddity. And I'm I'm sorry, the spatial oddity you guys wanted from Kang and stuff. You know, yeah, Yeah, we got we got Echo coming. We got Deadpool three coming in 2024. So let's just see what that comes out. Uh, Cool man. 
it does in January. Yeah. We'll we'll be talking about it because they they drop it all at once. So nice. and it'll give us something to talk about. Uh, so, uh, but moving on, while John Demages is not a huge loss, there is. Uh, so with Scream, so the Scream franchise, Melissa Barrera was fired over comments she made about the current conflict between um, Israel and Palestine. We won't talk about the nature of those comments, no. uh, just just to keep this on the level. But she she was ultimately let go from the production. And yeah, at the same time, around the same time, it was announced that Jenna Ortega also decided to quit the production, whether or not. It, that's the thing. It's it was not confirmed or denied, really, whether or not she she left yeah. because of that. Because of what official, happened with Melissa, yeah, yeah. But the official reason was that, or given, was that she was already looking to leave anyway. Like she was already going to leave before the next one, which which is, is honestly like, hey, that was a good move because the move was going nowhere. I can't even imagine another, you know, screen with them too, yeah. and where they would go. <laughs> that's what we said too. At the end of six, we were both like, well, that seemed like an end. Right, we were we were both like we both came up to the, yep. the conclusion that it seemed like an ending. It didn't have like Sydney in it, and this next one wasn't going to have Sydney in it either. And you know, and it's a new it's new director Christopher Landon, who you know I I feel for him because you know we we like his movies, we like Freaky, we like Happy Death Day, we liked uh, we have a Ghost, which came out this year. We reviewed mm-hmm. that earlier this year too, but I guess now for him. I, I hope they kind of go the route of just making something brand new, right? Again, like a, again yeah. this is a good thing, all it's right? A good um, thing, right? Yeah. It sucks, you know, <laughs> for their jobs and stuff like that. But in terms of um, us here at the morgue, um, in terms of what we want to see, right? Yes. Movie wise, story wise, this yes. is a good thing because you don't have to write them off in any stupid way. You don't have to, you know, yeah, you don't have to say Sydney's do at home with dumb. the kids. Yeah, or, no, or, dude, yeah. start fresh. Start yeah. freaking fresh. You know what I mean? Um, uh, as a Scream fan yourself, Tex, question to you Would you want a remake of the first Scream? Okay. Or would you like a whole new kind of take on this so, Ghostface killer? I want uh, one of either two things, either brand new, no Sydney's, no nothing. It's brand new protagonist, mm. brand new lore, brand new everything, or full meta. Either do do a, a do a stab movie, like straight up say this is a stab movie that we're watching, or something, and or wait, 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 I got it. Do scream. But it's all the actors playing themselves, and they start getting killed off in the order of the, when they were killed off in the movies. Or oh, that's awesome! Like that. We're probably going to edit this out of the podcast, so we can sell this to Hollywood. Guys. <laughs> do, do, yeah, like uh, trademark, trademark, trademark for people who hear this. You know, uh, I want, I want, you know, we want the the thank you credits. We want full executive producer credits. All that we're laying that out now. But I would want to see a full like. Ghostface, like you know, we have screen conventions and stuff like that, right? And let's do Nev Campbell. Let's just throw out an example. Nev Campbell's attending. She's 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 a guest to the convention. You know, she's like, oh yeah, she played Sydney Prescott. All this stuff. She was in Twisted Metal, which is coming by season two, by the way. Hell yeah, Twisted Metal. Yeah, good for Nev Campbell, right? Uh, But 
have her in it, have her be the first kill, like kill her off in front of like at the panel. So that people are like initially like, oh, whoa, like, is this like what's going on here? But yeah, then they're like, no, people are going to get up and start clapping and shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. And so have all the targets be the actors from the movies. That way you go full meta, bring everybody back that you can. Oh, dude, it's like a Galaxy back. Quest and Jace kind of thing going on, yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. Galaxy Quest, but Scream, right? Yeah, like <laughs> I love Galaxy Quest. What a great movie! Um, oh man, that's a great idea, dude. Let's yeah. So uh, so either let's go talk either to somebody do, about that. Yeah, I know. Either do brand new or just go full into it. Like go whole hog and be like, this is the final Scream franchise movie in this era, and then you can start fresh, right? But yeah. if not, again, like you, it's like I said, it's a good thing. Um, for the fans of the franchise who wanted a different direction. Funny yeah. enough, there which were was people us. who enjoyed five and six like thoroughly. And I'm like, people, oh man, that's rough. Really, they really like five yes, and six. Really so, like, like five when, and six. When this news came out that she was fired, uh it, it's you know, you oh and my I God, we, yes. Yeah, oh, forget we, about we it, both, dude. Yeah, we were we were both like, it sucks that she lost her job, but maybe this can be good. For the franchise, but people were like, people went. People were gonna and, boycott the franchise. Yeah, they were like, everyone really don't watch like, Scream ever again. Um, everyone should walk out. Like it was, uh, it was wild. It was a crazy yeah. kind of storm there when this all happened. Yeah, it's it was wild, but I think I think what people are gonna realize is that you know it's probably for the best. It's like the Jonathan Majors thing, yet completely different circumstances. Yeah. It sucks for Barrera because you know she was a Latina face, like at the as the lead of a franchise. Regardless, she wasn't very but, good at it though. So I'm okay. yeah, yeah. That's what sucks. But yeah. they did they painted themselves into a corner with that character, and it. Let's let's start over. Let's, it's better let's to start flip. over for sure. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, let's let's What's flip next, the table, next? right? And so, uh, so looking ahead to 2024, uh, we've got tons of trailers that you know we'll we'll spend a little time on or whatever we want to talk about. Uh, the Boy season four, yeah, uh, looks fantastic. Can't yes, wait. I think I think it's really all I got to say about it is that like after Gen V, I'm. I'm just down. Like, yeah, I, I dude, ready, I'm totally right? down. Yeah. Uh, first question is, when is this coming out? Is it in the summertime again? Spring, it, summer? It, I I think it's summer, but it, it's right now. If I remember correctly, it's it's just vague 2024. Oh, like it's man. one of those. Yeah, I can't so wait. It looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, like you see, Butcher has like something going on in his, you know, like like in his body you see stuff in his neck moving you got the starlight folk against the freaking homelander folk going at it oh i can't wait yeah and because of gen v we know billy knows about the virus too he killed the soups so like that's the thing hanging over the head right and it's like are we gonna see the gen v kids in this anywhere so it's it's all like very exciting right uh yeah so because the end there. of a uh, the end of season four is supposed to lead into the beginning of Gen V uh, season two, right? Yeah, yeah, like that, yeah. Right? It's all supposed okay. to be just like and and the way they keep saying it is that you don't need to watch one or the other to watch either show, which is neat, right? So it's like, neat, but I would recommend watching both because they're awesome shows. Yeah, and Gen V is a good show. I think yeah, it's agreed. gonna end up in our goldies when we kind of when we kind of get to talking about all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so uh, looking ahead to next year too, we got a trailer for Fallout, which is the amazon show based on the the fallout games yeah uh 
looks solid. You know? Yeah, hey, dude. Like, I, don't know, I, I mean, they put a ton of money into it. <laughs> I have the game because I got it for free. And, you know, one of those like uh, PlayStation monthly games thing. Yeah, never it played it. Yeah. I know it's holding up like 60 or 70 gigs of space on my PlayStation. Right. Um, right. I never played it. I think I, I think I tried and just got bored with it. I, those those are those games where like you you have to have a lot of time and it has to be your only game. Like it's one of those things where it's like you you have to like that's just the game you play you know, and if that's what you want to do you know and yeah for fans just, of it like they love the game like you know for, for the fans of Fallout like I hear really awesome things about the game if you yeah, are you know, mean, into it yeah you can see it from the look of the show so yeah. hey like if if the show could be just as good we'll we'll see what happens but uh, let's, yeah but so we, but you know what though like just real quick before we move on Amazon does put a lot of money into their shows it doesn't mean they're good a, though yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, they have um, a track record of a lot of expensive shows not being good, especially like the Lord of the Rings one. Um, uh, and, um, you know, you know um, they have the like thing. a Saints Row or Carnivale thing going on as well. That wasn't yeah, that good. With the Lord of the Rings one, I thought people were just saying it was rough because like, you know, they, they had that whole or not a controversy it's just people complaining that there were like black elves oh and, and women and uh, women warriors what you know just nonsense nonsense nonsense, nonsense like that but shit. no but but now if you watch it you're like oh okay i could you know it's I'm like, like oh, oh this shit sucks <laughs> <laughs> but um all right yeah because the boys and invincible are like one of their you know few uh shows oh, that i keep yeah, track of so you know? Invincible season two, we wrapped up the four episodes for the year. Uh, you know, it's coming back for the last few in 2024. And it left off on like a super intense cliffhanger too, oh. where Mark Mark is now assigned to be the Viltrumite Conqueror of Earth. And then like his, so I'm, okay, okay. We kind of kind of go back and talk about this a little Let's bit. Let's talk so about I'm, it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, so Omni Man called him to like another planet. They have this reunion where you know it's revealed that he's been on this planet with like these bug aliens who yeah. like only live like a year, right? And they age so rapidly and stuff, but he has a son, and so Mark has like a half-brother that he now has to protect from the Viltrumites. And then they have this big fight where you know Omni Man they both get brutalized, you know, and so Mark tests he proved himself to be enough of a Viltrumite warrior to be like the official conqueror of Earth. So like they now have assigned him uh General Krieg, who's voiced by Clancy Brown. So that was a cool little touch nice. there. Uh yeah, and so now we're leading into the rest of season two of like Mark needing to conquer or you know, or the Viltrumites come and kick his ass and kind of do it for him. Yeah. Like, as we've seen in the comics, this is kind of only the first step of like some big stuff that goes down. So I'm like, yo, uh, it sucks. Like it, that's, yeah. the, that's the hard part of the strikes from the year. Yeah, I like, know. Damn, dude, because like, it was, just, it, it was picking up pace too, you know, yeah, you're like, it was getting good. Got I got yeah. so into it. And it's like, Oh, we got to wait. Fucking how, who knows how long. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, it doesn't even have a release window. It's it's another one of those that's just 2024. And it's like, man, it's tough. Like, I can't lie. Like, as much as you know, we we do support, we support all that stuff. Get your money, you know, one thousand percent. Yeah, but just you know, as, as fans, as fans, it's just like, yo, that sucks. <laughs> now that you have your money though, right? 
and everything's worked out, uh, why don't you pump these things out kind of quicker? You know, please, yeah, I please. We'll, um, we'll see how yeah, it goes. Dude, the so fights look of- so good, by the way, man. I yeah. love, I, I love watching the show for fights. Like, yeah, it's like watching Dragon Ball Z back in the day. You're watching for the fights, you know. Yeah, absolutely. these fights are just awesome. They're epic. They're brutal. You have guts everywhere, blood everywhere. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I can't wait to see more of it, man. Uh, so in terms of movies, we got coming our way. Uh, we got so Night Swim. Finally, we're we're gonna review that next month when it comes mm-hmm. out. It's one of our first things we get in 2024. I I think it's that first week of January. The first week of January, yeah. I'm, I so have I my ticket we'll for, be, uh, f- for that Thursday. Yep. Yeah, I guess we'll be hitting the ground running next year with uh, everything, folks. But um, I don't know, man. Water monster. I guess we'll see how that works out. Yeah, uh, but, but listen, we got a better trailer, right? Like yeah, the first yeah, teaser the, we got didn't really give out. us much. We knew there was a water monster thing going on. We didn't know the 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 scale of it. This new trailer actually gives us something of a story. I'm like, okay, cool. It looks like there's something going on more than just this monster thing. It looks like it can possess people or something like that or other. Um, yeah, it's got like ghosts and then yeah. Like, the pool know. is like a portal to like a bigger water world Listen, kind of thing going on. It's a January horror movie, so we know how that yeah. goes. Um, so <laughs> First week of January horror movie too. So like, it's make or break. Uh, it's make or break the year right there, dude. <laughs> yeah, the, the odds are stacked against it to like give us a good start to 2024. So, uh, so leading into that, speaking of, uh, we have Furiosa, which yes. we finally got the mad. So. This is George Miller again, right? Like it, yes. it is George Miller doing this Furiosa movie. Okay, okay, because it looks fantastic. Like the thing mm-hmm. is, if you just see the trailer like on YouTube or like on your phone, I don't think the visuals hit as hard as you think it would. No, they don't. Because because like seeing it, we it was a good reason to go see Aquaman. Seeing Aquaman, and then you see the trailer for that beforehand, and it's like, oh, okay. Here it is. Here's the movie. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, it looks awesome. I cannot wait. Um, you have Anya Taylor-Joy in there. You have Chris Hemsworth in there. Um, uh, you know, looks great. Looks great. It looks great. It looks great. Um, I can't wait for this thing, man. Honestly, like, I couldn't wait for yeah. a sequel to Fury Road if we were going to get one of those. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I mean but, uh yeah um yeah it's it's you know what's wild though it's wild how george miller right was able to kind of just reinvigorate this franchise because it was um it was nothing like this when it first started you know yeah like mad max like mad max was just like one guy you know, Mel Gibson, yeah. um, his last name was Radikowski or something like I forget his last name. You know, his um his wife and his family gets terrorized by these like, you know, thugs, you know, driving these cars or whatever, and then he just goes out for revenge, you know. Yeah, and, um, and now it's turned into like this crazy. legend. Yeah, it's Dude, turned into crazy. like a legend kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, because like, yeah, like, then like he expanded war. He yeah. totally expanded it with Mad Max 2. That's when it got um, a little bit with that dystopian kind of desert kind of, you know, scenery we're accustomed to watching in Mad Max movies now. Right. And then you got Thunderdome with the third one, Tina Turner. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, yes. You know, rest in peace, Tina Turner. Right. Um, uh, And now you have, you know, you, you got Fury Road, which kind of brought everything to this other level completely yeah like it brought it it made it modern you know like it brought it to modern day and now like uh, uh, like 
left out that um it made this thing like this crazy scale just huge like it was such a a one person kind of story before you know yeah um and then with fury road even you did have uh mad max in there which uh, i thought um what's his name did a great freaking job man um his name bane um uh, tom hardy yeah uh, tom yeah. hardy did a, a great job uh, um and you know I love the fact he didn't have much lines or anything like that. He was very just like a presence there, you know, and yeah. they focused a lot on Furiosa and Charlize Theron's character like that. And it, um, and Immortan Joe, who's also in this one, like a young Immortan Joe. Um, so I'm very excited about this. I love this universe. Um, I can't wait to see this. I freaking IMAX, dude. Um, yeah, this is, yeah, this can't is wait. one I'm of those. Excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. About this one. So uh, moving on from that, so speaking of big things coming in 2024. Uh, big you know, things popping. Yeah, so this is the chunk where we're going to talk about Godzilla a little bit. So, yeah, uh, big things popping, little things yeah, stopping. Yeah, yeah, we got the big, we got the first trailer for Godzilla Kong, the new empire. And I mean, it's 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 basically like an animated movie now, you know, where it's like it's just all in Hollow Earth stuff, and we're gonna see like these monsters fighting yeah. out other monsters, and I'm fine with that. Let's go, let's do I'm it. Cool right? with like, that too. Yeah. I just hope that um the human stuff doesn't get in the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know it's so funny we talk about that, right? Like it's such like a so that kind of it's complete opposite with uh, Godzilla minus one, which. Uh, Godzilla minus one. We didn't get to review it yet, but uh, so here it's total pay for it. Despite yeah, you know, it, you know, if you don't want to read subtitles and watch like a Japanese movie, I I get it, but also don't like don't wait for like a dub release or something. That's no, uh, no. Go watch yeah, it with the no. subtitles. It's a total pay for it. Um, yeah. It's everything you kind of really want out of a Godzilla movie, honestly. Let's, let's talk about that before we get into the the American, um, you know, Kong yeah. Godzilla stuff. Um, Godzilla minus one. Um, I was very happy it released as soon as it did, the beginning of December, because yes. there's a big gap usually on uh, uh, the release windows between uh, Japanese releases and American. Um, so I'm very happy that we got this here. Um, my brother, funny story, was actually in Japan um, in November, and he was telling me there's like pop-up stores everywhere. This thing, like, it yeah. is absolutely huge, 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 huge deal over there um, in Japan. And minus one has like you know broken box office records Dude, and all this other stuff. Yeah, it's like the highest grossing Godzilla movie in North America already. Like, it's, it's so like good. The- yeah, it's it's already in contention for like awards over here, which is is nuts, right? Like it is nuts, yeah. But but when you watch the movie, you get it. When you watch the movie, you understand why it's like it's such a big deal. It's because it's like, yo, this is a Godzilla movie. They get yeah. it, you know. It's yeah. like, yo, like when you counteract that to literally what you just said, where it's like, oh man, I hope the humans don't get in the way. <laughs> but it's also and it's, it's a complete. <laughs> complete opposite with Godzilla minus one where like it's it's about the humans reacting to Godzilla like it's set it's set in Japan right after the events of World War II Mm -hmm. and you know they they've already taken so many losses as a result of World War II and basically it's like they had another bomb dropped on them with Godzilla like it's quite literally like it's quite literally that and like but the story isn't about Godzilla itself. It isn't. It isn't like Shin Godzilla, where like people are reacting to it. It's about this one character who's like who 
who was meant to be a kamikaze pilot. Yeah, he, he kind of chickened out of that. He chickened and, out his, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he brought that shame home. And, you know, so, but that's the whole thing. He carries that guilt with him the whole time because mm-hmm. it's like, it's survivor's guilt. It's this, like, it's this and that. It's like people piecing their lives back together, you know, and he ends up like uh, uh, with a random girl who tags along with him who just happens to survive and she happens to save another little, like a baby. A baby, you know? yeah. Yeah, and so they form this makeshift family, but he doesn't. Oh, it's so good because he doesn't think he deserves it, and that's yep. the whole conflict. Yeah, yep. all of this, all of this, Godzilla's on the outside of that. So it's like, not only do you have like this compelling, like, human story of like, yo, know, a guy coming home from the war and kind of dealing with that, it's you find out everybody else is kind of dealing with that same thing too of like, yo, we're, we've all come from the war and we've all like, we're all recovering. Yeah. And then Godzilla attacks. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's bad enough. You know, it's bad enough. We lost everything, and now we have Godzilla to deal with. So, yeah, um, I was telling Tex after I watched this movie, movie that man. I thought um, the script, like beat for beat, act for act, I thought it was pretty perfect um, yeah. in terms of how it just structured everything the way you would structure, you know, a you know, like just. If you have a blueprint for a successful blockbuster movie here in America, like they have it there. Like that movie, that's what it is. Like in terms of all the character arcs, in terms of the supporting characters, um, right. the little victories, um, the the all the little stories, you know, like uh, the fighter pilot mechanic, right? Like you have yes. that guy there. You know, you have the, the baby, you have – the girl who found the baby, you have the woman who lost her kids and now is helping them, you know, raise their family too. You know, you have yeah. the fishermen who I thought were great casted as well. Oh, like yeah. The fisherman the, the guy, guys, the captain, right? The captain, yeah, the, the, the doctor. The captain, like the doctor and then the kid. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Great, like man. every like every character was just written so perfectly. And then the acting on top of that, like like they just nailed it. They freaking nailed it. Every time, um, not every time, I'm sorry. When I was watching this movie, like I thought of vibes of like Armageddon and like those big Michael Bay movies we got in the summertime because yeah, it always had some kind the, of the climax, right? That there's, yes, there's it's that like we got this impossible kind of solution here. You know, yeah. we need all the all the help we can get, all this stuff. It was it was awesome like really 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 awesome and it's just it goes to show that it's not just here in america that we can make big blockbusters like this that you know that make money you know this is a perfect example of a movie that had the the perfect formula and executed it perfectly yeah Um, and it's so funny that you have the godzilla you have the monster verse godzilla which we've also seen explored in um monarch legacy of monsters Mm -hmm. i i still haven't seen enough of this show to like give a full opinion maybe in 2024 we'll have something ready but yeah as of now i've seen enough of them to where i kind of do i kind of good on it you know what i mean like i'm i don't know man like yeah like i've seen a couple episodes um Kurt Russell's good, but uh, I get where they're going with this. I think I just need a little bit more inspiration here. I, I think as we get closer to Kong versus Godzilla, um, uh, yeah, maybe we'll Kong X, you know, Godzilla yeah. X Kong because they're not really yeah, versus Godzilla, anymore. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, I think now we'll they're working together. Monarch. 
Yeah, now they're working together. Godzilla, uh, Godzilla's pink now. Kong has a robot arm. Yeah, let's talk uh, about that trailer for yeah, a second. Yeah, though. there's <laughs> like there's like a baby Kong now, and you know, I know the, that's gonna be the, the big, thing, right? The baby Kong. The, yeah, the big enemy this time's big orangutan, which Freaking is Diddy dope. Kong, bro. Yeah, uh, lanky Kong. If you want to keep calling Kongs, but um, yeah, like the thing, like it's so funny that you say that this is all like. I hope the humans don't get in the way, but it's so funny to see the direction, right? Whereas, yes, like, the, these movies have gone full monster action because they just don't have the chutzpah to do like good human stories in these things. Like, I don't, these movies don't like they haven't figured it out. They haven't it's figured lazy out writing. That, like, it's lazy writing, and they were, and they're just banking on the spectacle, honestly. And, and it's not fair is, to Kong or Godzilla because you're putting too much on those animated characters yeah that don't characters that don't speak characters that like you know it's yeah they have no dialogue but roaring you know and screaming at each other yeah you're gonna have to figure out how to like animate emoting completely which again like like it's been done primal does it all the time right yes like um anime does it like but the problem here that this is not anime <laughs> it's yeah, not animated it's, film. If, it's, I yeah. think this would be more successful as an animated film, honestly. Um, yeah, if it were just 2D cartoons, right? Like yeah, this, exactly. Yeah. But because you have, you know, uh, who is it? Uh, Rebecca Ferguson? No. I think so. Yes, yes, I, yeah. yeah. She always changes her hairstyle. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have her there. She, so she needs to get paid. So they're going to have her do stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I hope she's not a complete detriment to what's going on because honestly as sex mentioned like yeah that's what we're going for the big monster shit you know um we're not going for the human stories here um and that being said though um it looks good you know um the kong with the robot arm looks pretty dope (laughs) i mean yeah like all we can ask for is good fights at this point you know because it's we know we're not getting a minus one with this which is minus one definitely one of the best of the year we're we're, it's definitely coming up again we talk all these stuff absolutely um so uh just wrapping up uh our wrap up here or not even like just more just kind of moving into the next phase of it uh it's let's let's talk about some of the movies that we didn't get to like more loose movies that we didn't sure. get to talk about um yeah for so sure i just want to mention the killer real quick uh the killer david finch's new movie uh how was that text? on netflix it was fine like it, it's not like it's it's a great netflix movie in that like it's good and it's got like all of david fincher's like here's a guy narrating stuff and you know and (laughs) but the whole gimmick is that michael fassbender is an assassin who's like who spends the first like 20 or so minutes talking about like how perfect everything needs to be how meticulous he is and you see him setting up and stuff like that to do the first kill yeah then he misses he messes it up he botches the he botches the assassination attempt and so the rest of the movie is him dealing with the consequences of that botch and so there's like this weird dark comedy of like you hear him uh narrating about like how he needs to do these things without making mistakes yeah and he makes he makes those mistakes huh. he's, okay he's like okay he'll okay. be like he'll in, in the narration you'll hear him go oh you know it's best to avoid one-on-one confrontation. And then he fights a dude, you know? And it's like, it's, it's sort uh, of okay. like that. Like, and so it's not like just, uh, okay, that sounds a lot more lighthearted than what I thought the movie was going to be. 
and that's the thing. And it's also not lighthearted. Like, I, okay. it's like, maybe I'm selling the dark comedy of it too much. It's just like, it's, it's that bit, right. Where it's like, if you watch it as it's one of those things, like, as but that's a, the gimmick though. Right. Like him, like yes. he's, he's just fucking up. Right. Yes. It's, it's constantly stuff that like, it's not that he fucked like it's not that he messes it up. It's like stuff gets messed up. Like he he keeps making these plans, and it's like it's this weird like it. It's like it's hard to explain, but it's interesting. It is interesting, but also one of those things where I'm like, I'm good. It it doesn't rank uh, high on like the David Fincher scale yeah. of, for me. Like it's still like it's no seven. It's no like you know it, it's that stuff where it's like oh you've made better movies, but this one was fine and and like um. And so moving on, uh, we can talk about uh, Silent Night, which was uh, the John Woo movie that we we got for the first yeah. time. And like, when's the last John Woo movie? Like, when is off? Like, I don't know. It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been decades, right? And uh, I just want to bring it up because Joel Kinnaman's great. I, I think the last time you and I both got to see like Joel Kinnaman in something, Double I know cop. he's worked since. <laughs> no, no, Suicide Squad. As as what's his oh, name? Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. You know what? It's because well, I was like, every, every time I see him, I think of RoboCop. It's just it's bad yeah, relation. Um, Yo, but yeah, he was great as uh, RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, with the arm, with the human. Yeah, RoboCop with the human hand. Um, fucking yeah, he was great in uh, in Suicide Squad as uh, what was it Major Flag or something? Right? Yeah, yeah, Rick Flag. Yeah, yeah, Rick Flag. He was, uh, James, he was awesome. James in that. Gunn movie, which yeah. we were just talking about. Him and, but, uh, uh, him and John Cena had that awesome back and forth there. Um, yes. One of the rare occasions where James Gunn actually shot a good hand to hand combat fight there. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude, um, this is uh, it's. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, it's fine. Like, it's another yeah. one of those, right? Where it's like, yeah. I'm glad we, you know, ultimately we didn't have time to like do an episode on it or whatever. But like, that's kind of where I'm kind of yeah, glad we it's, didn't because it's, it's, it's fine. It's you know? fine. It, like, because of how they wrote the movie and how the whole gimmick is. Okay. So Silent Night, the whole thing with Silent Night is that uh, um, his kid, um, you know, uh, the day of Christmas, they were outside riding. His kid was riding his bike. There was some gang drive-bys going on, like a gang warfare going mm-hmm. on. Straight bullet caught the kid. Kid died, unfortunately. Kidman goes after the the beginning of the movie is him going after these guys um, who killed his kid. He ends up getting shot in the throat. He loses his voice. Silent night. Can't talk, right? That's the gimmick. Um, so pretty much that is a good thing. And a bad thing. The yeah. good thing here is that Kinnaman stands out. Like, yeah, he's he, he's great in, he's in great. terms of like, like in yeah. terms of just emoting, right? Like, yeah, in, he's in great. Terms he of this his movie for silent sure. performance. Yeah, like he did what he needed to do because then the rest of the movie, there's not a lot of dialogue that doesn't really need to be. But like, you know, there's a story there. It's not it's not deep, but it's not like it's not like very simple either. There's, there's stuff going on. There's stuff yeah. happening. But you know what it is though? You know, like the antagonist, like yes, they're yeah, gang members, but there's no yeah. there's um it, in my world, the antagonist should pose more of a threat just going on, you yeah, know, like just, just be a, a yeah, bit more bad, you know. Yeah, it's just another white guy killing Mexicans movie, and it's like yeah. okay, yeah, like it, it's Rambo five all over again, where you're like, All right, Sylvester Stallone, we get it, but like 
also, you know, there's not a lot going on to the end. Yeah, like, like it's just like, like they don't get they don't get layers. They don't get like you know, they're no. Just, it's it's really just like gang members who kill. Yeah, you know? text, right? It's really just yeah. like um, a short movie with a uh, really good action in it. You know what yeah, I mean? And it has, and it it has was, good action. That's, yeah, that's the whole point I think of the movie is the action sequences in there, which yeah. are really good. Obviously, because it's John Woo, um, but. There's not much substance here, you know, like even when you get the story of his kid getting shot, there's really no emotional ties anywhere. You know, you just want to see him see you just want to see him um, go kill some people. Right. Yeah. And so so, uh, that kind of goes at least it's better off than the other holiday movie that uh, we kind of saw in the meantime. Uh, Was it? uh, It's a it's it's a wonderful, wonderful knife. Yeah, Unfortunately, so, it was not a wonderful knife. I know. I was going to say, I was like, it, it, I, I was trying to remember if that was a real title because it wasn't so wonderful. Uh, it wasn't so wonderful. It was actually pretty terrible. Um, yeah, you um, saw it in theaters too before. I, yeah, I, I saw, I saw it, it when it like, Shutter. Yeah. yeah, I saw it in November when it was still in super limited release. Um, it was a waste of a theater trip. Um, it was not good, <laughs> man. It was not good. People were like, oh, you got to go watch this. Um, uh uh, Landon, right, was responsible yeah. for this one, right? Was he? No. Yeah. Way. I, no I, I think, way. I think Hold he helped on. I gotta, I gotta Google this. We we can't. Yeah, yeah. Bury check this that out. Man. I think he we had can't a hand bury in this man. Thing. I hope. I hope it's not. Yeah. I think he had I, a hand in wanna, this thing. I don't want to bury um, this man after like complimenting his whole career because so far. Uh, this thing was not good. The dialogue was off. The tone was terrible. Um, you you couldn't tell if the the characters and the actors knew what they were doing. Um, oh no, it was weird, it's, man. It's Tyler McIntyre, so oh, yeah, let's let's not bury let's not good. Bury sorry, Lad, I apologize yeah. for bringing your name up in this segment. Oh, um, he did, he did Five Nights at Freddy's, which was oh, I didn't know that. No, that huh. doesn't seem right. Okay, I don't know, I don't believe IMDb, that doesn't seem right. No, 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 he directed, <laughs> he directed Five Nights at Freddy's. I, I don't think that's right. No, oh, no. Okay, he, he did Tragedy Girls, which was also on Shutter. Which was uh, I actually saw that this year. Now that I think about it, 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 it came I think, out. Oh, okay, that? so he he helped write Five Nights at Freddy's, and he did uh, the Gawkers in VHS ninety nine, which was mm. the so okay. But it's a wonderful knife was not good. Tragedy Girls, I saw that one earlier this year. That was on Shutter. It came out in like 2017. I don't think I see that it's one. About, yeah, no, it's about two girls who are like influencers or who want to be influencers and start kind of uh, first they start kind of killing in order to like use use their friends' deaths as like ways to be like oh you know they're like mourning the deaths on on YouTube and stuff like that. So like that's, that's kind of where they go. From there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a pretty it, good gimmick. Yeah, that's that's what got me sold on it yeah. from the beginning, where I was like, "Oh, let me watch this." And it was yeah. that's another one where it's like, "Ah, that's a Shutter movie." Okay. It is a Shutter. Shutter has a lot of Shutter movies on it. <laughs> yeah, and that that was the deal with this one. Like this one's this one's definitely a Shutter movie. The fact you saw it at theaters, R.I.P. <laughs> the fact that it was even a theater release, like worthy for a theater release, is a problem. Because, like I said, the characters are just way off. Like I don't think that actors knew what their responsibilities were to these characters because the characters were so poorly written. Um, you don't know if they're in Pleasantville or they're in modern era, you know? Um, it's weird. Like, the tones are all weird. The kills suck, you yeah. know? They're not even, like, memorable. At least 
uh, Thanksgiving had that one turkey kill, you know? You put it in the yeah. oven. You know? Yeah, it kills kills the trash. The ending, it's like it, it starts a weird multiverse timeline thing that really shouldn't have started. It was, yeah, it's it's not great. Uh, so I think a final thing I want to mention here, this will wrap up uh, Goosebumps. We didn't get to finish that one. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, we, that was we didn't get good. to finish reviewing it on the show, but uh, we re- we gave the first impressions of the first four episodes. Please mm-hmm. go listen to that. Um, but the, the final half of the show, which was like, it ended up being like 10 episodes. So we, you know, we probably could have like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, yeah, but that's bad timing. So, like, like they should have had that released earlier in September. So it finishes around Halloween. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't finish to like November or, yeah, it was weird. November or something, but, um, so I liked it. I liked it a lot. Goosebumps. It, it was, yeah. it was a solid show. I really liked the finale. Uh, I, I liked the whole slappy becoming like a real dude. And then, yeah. you know, it turns into like a whole thing. I don't know if they're doing season two. I, if they do, it's probably gonna be like a whole new kind of story. Cause here it's, it, it, it it's like its own thing too. Like it, yeah, it's self-contained. Uh, within yeah. itself you know so yeah. um there is a possibility that if they do continue it it's like uh, somebody moving into the house again maybe you know yeah um, or like a, yeah. another town entirely with yeah whole new cast whole new because yeah you know, the kid the kid actors are all solid you know or i say kids but they're like young adults and they're probably like 20s and stuff like that but like they're all great um didn't really have any issues with it uh i don't know i'm trying to think of was there anything else, Arturo, before we before we wrap up for the year? Anything you wanted to shout out of like things you saw or like I that's what I've been trying to think too before we kind of fully put the bow on the year. Um I know we were gonna talk about uh we haven't seen Rebel Moon. It's coming out. Uh I it's it should be out by the time we're recording this and putting this out, but I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling about that. Cause like, Oh yeah, let's end, let's end this, uh, this episode before a recommendation okay, with this little, about- um, a, a bit of, of info since we got go back kind of full circle kind of to, to Zack Snyder. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, like it's gotta go. It'll, it's always about it's, Zack Snyder. It's a very <laughs> interesting piece of news though, because he mentions that uh, there is a director's cut. of yeah. Part one of um, what's the name of the movie again? Re- yeah, it's Rebel, of Rebel Moon, Moon which, right? Yeah, which is already a two-part movie, and a, a two-part movie which are, over over two and a half hours long, I believe, as well. Part yeah, one. yeah, and he mentions there's a director's cut that's like even more of the movie he wanted to make, which is one of those things where it makes zero sense, like because it, it's I Netflix, they let you bullshit. they let you do what you want. Yeah, it's this 1, is exactly probably why tax. Zack Snyder is having issues, um, you know, in Hollywood these days, you know, Netflix gave you absolute control. See, but I don't, right? I don't know if that's Zack Snyder's issue either. I feel like there's Netflix lets people do what they want, but they're, they're also executives. So part of me, the tinfoil hat on thinks it's more just like a conspiracy of like Netflix wanted to have their own kind of Snyder cut thing where people mm. like Zack Snyder fans go and ask for that director's cut. I so, I understand that could be a good theory, but a, but let's keep this in mind again. You have a freaking contract with Netflix and you're able yeah. to do anything you want. And you have the gall to release a two part version of a star Wars, a Jace thing, right? That right. you apparently have a director's cut for because that's the cut you really wanted to release. Nah, that's fucking bullshit, dude. You yeah, should have, you know, you should have collected your thoughts a bit more, you know, um, 
uh, 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 strained out, you know, and just made the movie you wanted to in the first place. I mean, like, I don't and, understand that. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, God forbid he just makes it a series. I don't, you know, why didn't you just cut it into like eight episodes or whatever? Yeah, like, dude, like make that? it a miniseries or something. You yeah, know what I mean? Who, like, uh, nah, God, that's, God forbid Zack Snyder does a TV show that's that has nonsense. production levels of. And you know what, I, though, I, Tex, know. I guess the, it's probably in defense to the fucking shitty ass rotten score that the movie has. Yeah, it, it got it, like a thirty-seven or something like yeah, that when it was it, when it first got bash. there. Yeah, and, and he's probably no, no, no. That's not the version I got. I want you guys to see. <laughs> this is the version. It's an extra two hours. Explains yeah. things a little bit more. No, buddy, we text. We talk about this all the time. People like Zack Snyder and James Gunn need to be able to get reined in a little bit. Yeah, when you let the, them just create, there are creators. Yeah, you, you have know? to tell no. There are creators. When you, you and you let them just create. This is what happens. You get a two-part freaking sci-fi epic that looks like it's going to be garbage. Probably, probably rather watch Waterworld right now, right? And like, and then you have again the unmitigated gall to go like, "Oh no, I have a director's cut. It's going to be better." Like, fuck that. I'm yeah, good. So on on that note, this is the director's cut of <laughs> episode one seventy four. I think that like. I, I think that's a good place to end the convo because I yeah. want to end. I just want to wrap things up with a, a final message to the buddies at home who, you know, who stuck with us through 2023. Just thank you so much. Uh, new buddies, new and old who've like decided, who've heard us either here in one of our standout episodes, like the exorcist believer, which, you know, which was not, you know, not really a big hit, but a hit for us. Like this is, yes. we're still growing. Like we're still very, we're a baby podcast. We're a baby show. That's still very much like trying to learn to walk. And so the fact that buddies at home that you listen to us each week or, you know, listen to us as many times as we get these episodes out that, that you, you care about what we have to say in terms of the entertainment and it, it means a lot that you keep coming back. So uh, just, just as a final message, that's what I was like. I don't want to end on Zack Snyder negativity. I, I just no, yeah, it's not going to end on negativity. You know why, Tex? Because not. we have absolutely a recommendation not. for these guys. If you guys want to oh, watch a perfect. holiday movie done right, again, we say this every year. Go watch oh, yeah. Krampus. All right, folks. You do say Krampus this every year. This is, is the perfect right? yeah. holiday movie. <laughs> it, it, it has everything you it want really when is. it comes to a holiday horror, a holiday themed action movie, holiday themed anything. Like they yeah. got it right, folks. So um, if you are looking for something to watch this holiday season um, with quality and keeping the spirit of the season alive, go watch Krampus. And just to follow up what Tech said, um, thank you so much um for all the support we've gotten throughout the year um we see you guys listening we see you guys sharing liking subscribing thank you so much for that um we have a good 2024 in store for you guys um a lot more awesome stuff uh for you guys uh next year uh thank you once again for checking us out on youtube on the socials uh Thank you for checking us out when this drops live on Tuesdays. Um you guys are the real ones. Thank you so much for that. That's awesome. Um we see you. We're here to uh, for you guys, and we're here to pump out some more content for you in 2024. Yes, please, please All right, like folks. And subscribe. And that yes. being said, this was episode 174 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. With me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. A big shout out goes to Del Varis for the artwork you see in front of you. A big shout out goes to you guys 
for listening. Thank you so much. We have 173 of these things in anywhere you catch your podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, um, anywhere you get your streams, catch us there. You can catch this show dropping um, live on Tuesdays at 420, anywhere you get your live streams, Twitch, Facebook Live, X Live, um, uh, Instagram live soon, believe it or not. Thank you, StreamYard. You're the best. Um, And uh, again, folks, um, thank you uh, for listening. Um, And Mm -hmm. it it means a lot to us. Like Tech said, it does mean a lot to us that you guys appreciate our takes, appreciate our our stances on on certain things. Um, And uh, remember, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.